always love meeting a new customer. Come on in. Welcome back. This is Bob's Tavern Cast live from Bob's Tavern. I am your bartender, Jay. And I am your bartender, Don. And this show is brought to you by all of our patrons. Learn more at patreon.bobstavern.pub. Uh, but before we jump in, let's pour a drink and uh, catch up. So Don, how's uh how's the battleground been? Been going all right. I've been climbing a little bit when I've had the chance to play. Um, I've gotten, I think I got into the forty first places, and I passed two hundred fourth places. So yeah, nowhere near as impressive as yours. But hey, you know, for <laughs> for uh, I feel like how. I don't even want to say, like, how little Battlegrounds I play, because I still play a decent amount of Battlegrounds. <laughs> like, I feel like I don't play Battlegrounds as much as I still would like to. But it, it's, it's like been going well enough to get game. there. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's gone well, at least. So that's something, you know. There you go. That's, <laughs> that sounds like a good time. Uh, yeah, no, Battlegrounds has been real good actually i've climbed up so i think the last time that we recorded when we were supposed to i was in like the high 4k's like 4.8 4.9 i'm in i'm now at like 5.7 <laughs> so i have been climbing like crazy and i don't know maybe if we hit 6k we'll do i'll do another we'll do another like get good get good part two what has changed <laughs> um but yeah, no, we are. I'm, I'm coming closer and closer to a thousand top fours. I'm at 982, I think. I'm in the 980s. I know that. Uh, so yeah, that's going to be awesome. Right now, I'm trying to figure out do I get 175 first place finishes or a thousand top fours first? Which one am I going to get first? <laughs> I don't know. After last night, uh, we're recording this the day that it's going to come out, but I streamed last night, played seven games, top forward five of those seven games, got first place in three of them. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it's been a great time in Battlegrounds for me right now, but uh, we're going to break that down. It's also been a great time in Battlegrounds for Slissa. Shout out to Slissa. Although her team, did not win um, in the Battlegrounds Brawl that we spoke about uh, last week. Slissa was the winningest player. And and the, the thing with Slissa that was so cool was uh, she was actually brought in after another player uh, was not going to be playing. And I, I don't want to get into the details as of the why, because I feel like that takes away from Slissa's performance this is what we were talking about, the idea of these amazing players that are not the stereotypical white dudes um, or just the traditional what you see at any type of esports event. Um, people that have the skill set and have been showing it repeatedly when you give them a chance, they straight show out. 
Yeah, absolutely. She did amazing. And I know I had mentioned that I wasn't sure if I was even going to watch the event, um, but I did end up all of the players streamed from their perspective. So I checked out a couple of the different players from their perspective. Uh, and Celissa, I definitely watched a lot of hers. Yeah, she just, she slayed. It was amazing. Um, and I think Hafu was the second highest point player yeah. uh, out of all the 16. And then um, I did want to mention, I, I felt I felt pretty bad for, uh, for Collins. He... I think he's just one of those people that he just takes what he does so seriously and he's so competitive that when mm -hmm. he doesn't perform to a standard that he feels is where he should be, you know, he, he seemed very hard on himself because he still did pretty well, you know, yeah. and, and this was a group of all players who, you know, they're, they're no slouches. Like everybody, I feel like at least is a decent enough player, like that they could have held their own and, you know, when that's yeah. the case, like, you know, somebody has to be at the bottom. Some people are going to be in the middle. Like, you can't have everybody at the top. And, you know, I think Collins tweeted afterwards just that he was he was really disappointed and he feel like he let people down, but he still did really well. So and and not to not to dwell on the diversity, you know, topic, because we do have some some cards that we or some heroes that we want to talk about today. Um, but I think that's why it's so important that there isn't just one. Um, I, I think that when you have diversity in any situation, um, or when there's a lack of diversity in any situation, usually the result is we will get one person and that way we can check that box. But what happens when that one person has an off day? Or what happens when something prevents that one person from, from you know, participating at the highest level? Um, or they just, yeah, like I said, they just have an off day. Like, we're not saying that Collins threw or anything like that. Like, like you said, you can still have the highest level of players and then be diverse. And when you isolate someone and they don't perform at, you know, their expectations, then that hurts that player, but it also hurts the community as a whole because then they could be like, "Well, you see, this is why we can't just let anyone play." Blah blah. And it's like that's not the that's not the thing you're talking about. Literally, when Battlegrounds came out, the best player in the world, and he had an off day. It happens. Happens to me all the time when I'm streaming. I mean, I'm not playing people at that level, but I I've had days where. I think the day I hit affiliate, I got first place back. Like, I think it was like what, three times in a row. And then like, la like I said, last night we went five for seven. That's awesome. And I think the ones that we lost, we like, we either were quick out or we were like out at like fifth. And we were literally like the fourth place was out as well. So it was just a matter of like bad luck. So there's people have bad days and people have bad days in really tough situations. But the problem is, is whenever you're playing at that level and it's televised and there's a huge diversity question that's thrown out there, now your bad day has made it a bigger deal than it really needs to be. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, I, I mean, like you mentioned, he's all, you know, he's been at the top for a while now, too. Like he is very competitive. He's very good at what he does. And you know, just to be a very competitive person and to be in that spot on top of that, you know, he just, he, 
he had so much pressure riding on himself. And I think, you know, a lot of community almost put a lot of pressure on him. And it, it was a little sad to see him feeling so kind of heartbroken afterwards and, and feeling like he let so many people down because I mean my my perspective I still think he did fantastic I don't think that he you know I don't think he he should have any reason to feel like he let people down yeah absolutely so we were able to get a little bit of information from the matches big shout out I know we we talk about them a lot and we're always saying that they're like our arch rivals and stuff but uh great work from totally drunk who is also uh, one of the bob's tavern patrons so thank you totally uh earlier in the week he sent me the recap of the brawl and i just want to talk about some of the heroes that did pretty good so in this tournament the average placement, and I'm going to skip a couple of heroes that were only played once, being AFK and Elise, but the best players in terms of who got played the most, picked the most was Rafam, Eudora, uh, Maev, and Deathwing. Deathwing and Finley, they both and then Daryl was like right behind them. Daryl was probably the best hero averaging uh, 2.8 and he was played six times. Reno was really good. Yogg was really good. The thing that I'm seeing here, let's look at the ones that matter. One, Eudora. Eudora 3.9 and was played 12 times. Hook Tusk 4.2 was played seven times. Um, Finley 3.7 was played seven times. Rafam, 4.7, was played 11 times. I didn't watch this, but just looking at this data tells me that the heroes... There was an expectation of certain heroes to do well, and they didn't do as well as people would have thought. Like, it's it's the heroes that people are like, wait, why? Like, Yogg. Yog average 3.5, Reno 3.25, Malagos 3. Like these are these are quote unquote tier 2 heroes that were averaging in the top 4. And then the ones that were super good, some would even say were broken and need to be nerfed, talking about you hook tusk, was played a lot, played 7 times, only broke the top 4 twice. What's what's going on? What what's what's the deal here? Yeah, I don't know. It's I I don't know if it's a matter of like that. These are some of the players who really know what they're doing, and maybe Hook Tusk just couldn't keep up. Um, I I don't know. I'd have I feel like I'd have to go back and also look at like what what was being offered through those games. But, yeah, it's kind of weird. The one thing that I tend to think of is we we have some friends. Um, shout out to Wicked Good. Shout out to um, Sidisi. Uh, these are people who 
play at a much higher level than I do uh, on ladder, but they focus primarily in a couple of areas. So these are wicked good, not as much uh, wicked because he casts a lot. He often plays some other types, but Sidisi especially, and and this isn't a knock on him. Like Sidisi is the hunter player. He like when I think of like who am I talking to when I have a question about Hunter, it is a no brainer that I reach out to him, and and he's gonna have insight on matchups. He's gonna have insight on um, mulligans and and everything else at a level that I would consider to be like at the highest level. I think the thing that would keep someone like Sadisi from being a grandmaster is just kind of a lack of diversity. You need to be able to do that with like every deck or every, you know, type. But when we're talking about these players, you're talking about people who stream Hearthstone a ton. They probably have more games and more time played than I do easily. And on top of that, they've played with a lot of, a lot of the heroes that, did really well are heroes that have been around for a while. Um, I mean, you think about Daryl, we've been dancing with Daryl since like October. So, or like when it, the game came out and his, his gameplay has not changed since even with fire, like nothing has changed how you play Daryl. So there, I think there's a level of comfort that comes with playing a lot of those older heroes that when you are literally getting paid to play this game day in and day out, you go with what you know. You don't necessarily go with the new stuff. Some of the new stuff wasn't picked that much, and that's fine because it it didn't when it was picked. It didn't perform. Yeah, um, I I do also want to mention that a lot of these that got picked pretty often. I mean, seven, eight, nine times, um, kind of averaged in like fourth or fifth place, which. Honestly, sounds pretty average to me as well. And I think a lot of these, you know, I'm just going to read like Deathwing, Hooktusk, Kael'thas, Maev, Rafam. Those, I think you already mentioned this, but yeah, they're all kind of at that tier two, tier three maybe, but probably tier two anyways. So to me, like fourth, fourth place average sounds about right. Yeah. I feel like Kael'thas... His name came up a lot. And I'm looking at each mm-hmm. each round he played in. It was like fourth, fourth, third, fourth, second, and then eight, six, and fifth. So like he had a really strong showing. Um, another good example of that, like trying to see one that's like Yadora. I I don't know. I'm so confused because I think I remember we covered it in the review, like you said you really liked Eudora, and I was like, I couldn't figure it out. It just didn't work for me. Eudora is, according to HS Replay, and this information would seem to track that, um, Eudora's good. <laughs> like, Eudora's scary good. And and yep. I just, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I just don't see it. I don't get it. I've played Eudora plenty of times. I can top four with Eudora relatively easily, but... I'm looking at Eudora's gameplay here, and it was like first, eighth, seventh, eighth, first, fourth, first, fourth, first, sixth, first. <laughs> um, like there was one number that tends to stand out a lot in there. And 
it's like what what is happening here like t- tell me tell me does Yodora need to be nerfed maybe um so the way I th- I've been thinking about this is basically you're you have to use the hero power four times and then it gives you a random golden minion okay so if you want to actually obtain a golden minion, typically you have to buy three minions, right, of the same thing to make it golden. So you're spending nine gold to get those three minions, whereas this you're spending one gold on your hero power four times. Mm-hmm. So you're getting, and, and it is random, but in a way, it's also kind of random what you're getting from the tavern anyways. So generally... You know, you you get a golden and you might keep it for a round or two unless you're going with a strategy that really relies on having that golden or if it's something super strong. But your average golden, you're probably not keeping for super long anyways. You're going to get rid of it. So you could actually get two golden minions in the same for the same gold that it would take you to get one regular golden minion. And you're going to find some sort of use for it, no matter what it is, even if it's just some random thing that it gives you. Um, so I, I personally really like this. And I think um, I'm pretty sure I heard Celissa, uh, they had when they were doing the tournament, you know, they got to be on voice comms with some of their team if they wanted to. And at one point, um, her and Firebat were talking and she was saying that you pretty much want to use that hero power every turn. Yeah, and I think that's the thing is like even uh, I'm even on record saying like oh I keep forgetting to use the hero power because I'm seeing what's on board and and seeing the strategy that you can see versus the strategy that you can't see and the thing is what I'm looking at I'm looking at it from a pure cost standpoint four gold for one golden minion versus nine gold for one golden minion that you picked I think that they could nerf it and it would make sense. I think there's room. There's room between like, maybe you push it five times, maybe six times. I wonder if that breaks it. I think four, I thought four was a lot, but I think in the world where we've broken things like Tyrion, you know, and we're like, Oh, who cares? Just do it. And you're going to win. Like, I feel like that's where Eudora is getting to. And that kind of scares me a little bit. My thought actually going into this show was that, oh, it's fine. But seeing this data is like, well, wait a minute. Maybe it's not fine. <laughs> yeah. And, and one thing that I keep thinking about, too, with this is not only just the actual hero power, but with the addition of these pirates. I mean, we also have, uh, what, the the Suave that gives you a discount on your tavern tier level. Uh, the, oh shoot, what's her name? Uh, the one that sells back again for three gold. Mm. Um, so there are even just minions that you can buy to help manipulate your gold as well. So if you're buying those swabbies, for example, you're also getting a discount on your tavern tier, which can help you keep up at the same time that you're using this hero power every turn. So you're not really falling behind. And I, I think that the, those factors are also helping, like, kind of guarantee that you're going to get this hero power in and still be able to do 
very similar things to what everybody else is doing to stay in the game. Yeah, I would love to do, and maybe we can do this next week, do like a turn-by-turn of a game just to, maybe we'll even do like the Let's Play with, with our patrons, but... Yeah, I mean, like you said, dealing with like a free dealing gambler, dealing with uh, a deck swabby, uh, even just tokens, you know, those those mm-hmm. early tier one tokens. I mean, you really don't. I'm trying. I'm just trying to think like math wise. The first four turns, you're not going to be at tier three. You don't really get to tier three until your till turn seven or till your like fifth turn when you have your tavern tier seven or eight. So, I mean, you could quite easily, you play your first card. If it's a token, you play it and you hit your hero power. Second turn, you hit your hero power, you play a second card. Third turn, you hit your hero power, you level up to tavern tier two. Third turn, you hit your hero power and you grab a minion. And then fourth turn, you level up and hit your hero power. And you now have a golden uh, tavern tier four minion. And then whatever you picked up that first round and that third round. Or that sorry, that first round and that second round. That's a good board. Yep. That's a real good that's a really strong start. And and the thing that we've all learned is that the start is everything. And I wonder if that I wonder if that's what makes nerfing Eudora hard because what happens if you say you need five okay well that makes it even easier because now I do all of that except for I can now sell a minion and have a tavern tier five minion on turn five which is disgusting yeah the only other solution rather than increasing how many digs is to increase the cost but if you even if you bump it to two I don't know if that's really worth it because then you're saying you're spending over four turns eight gold, yeah. Instead of you're you're only you know you're saving one, one gold. Discount. Yeah. So I, think I don't. You, I think that would make it too bad. You could do something like it costs two, but you only have to do it three times. Yeah, you could. That would still make it six. I, I yeah. still just wonder if that's too fast. But maybe it does make that's... you wait a little bit longer before you start using the digs because it, it does cost you two. I think the strategy with that, though, would be then to just hero power and try to get Gold Grub. Yeah. Because the way Gold Grub works, he he doesn't care. You know, there there doesn't need to be a synergy. It just needs to be a bunch of golden. I think that would make it more like Tyrion, where what you're picking doesn't matter. As long as it is golden, then you win the game. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Maybe... I think maybe Eudora Eudora's just a little tricky to figure out. And I, I think that I think we fixed Eudora by maybe nerfing Gold Grubber. Gold Grubber, good. Yeah, because Gold Grubber is really good. Really, really good card. I think if you make it, you know, game plus one, game you know, game plus one plus one, like um like Razor Gore, I think then he doesn't scale as hard. Or even plus two, plus one, I think. I think the trick is to getting it to die. Like It's so hard to kill because the the health. Yeah. Plus two, plus one might even be enough. Maybe plus one, plus one is good enough. Maybe that would nerf it too much. Um, maybe increasing the tier level. 
Yeah, because I mean, I could see this. The problem with that is if you increase the tier level, you're going to have more goldens, more likely. But I mean, we talked about that before. Like, yeah, it's kind of like that same idea of like having golden cannons or having like a golden bird. Like, you don't really care. Or even like a golden Sarlis. Sarlis got nerfed, but. (laughs) you're not playing it to be a part of a synergy. You're playing it because it is the sin. It is the synergy. Like (laughs) it is the thing. It is the glue (laughs) become the thing. Yes. I mean, that's, it's like hogger. I I still say hogger is like the slept on hero. Cause when I play, if I play hogger with like Millhouse, golden hogger is a two for one deal. If, Mm Whenever I play Millhouse, I'm going pirates. I'm looking for Hogger because I literally run out of time. Like I, it's almost like um, what was that? What was that mech that was in Boomsday that everyone got so mad about that they wound up nerfing it to where like it couldn't cost less than one. You know which one I'm talking about, right? The one that they, uh-huh. they abused in Wild to basically uh-huh. make it to where, like, you would use, like, an auto-clicker to to just make it as big as possible. But it's like that. Like, you're playing Millhouse, you have a Golden Hogger, you buy a Pirate for two, it gives you back two. <laughs> so you literally are just, like, playing Pirates. And then if you have a Golden plus one, it's three for three. So you can do that with any minion. And then when you have a a gambling, you know, the gambler, you're get paying three and you're getting back six. So you can literally just spam. And then at that point, you just play a South Sea strong arm on the end of it. And you're like, well, I just gave a minion plus 20 plus 20. <laughs> snip, snap. Snip, snap. Yeah. I had to look it up. I was like... Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yes, but that's what I'm saying. Is like there, but, yeah. there are very like specific comps that the strategy is to get to this card and then I win the game. That's like the Yellow Straza comp: get to Tavern Tier Five, then I win the game, mm-hmm. which I still tend to do when I play Alex Straza. <laughs> um, Hook Tusk, or not Hook Tusk? Sorry, Eudora. I feel like with her, her strategy is just push the button and I win the game. Push the button, get Gold Grubber, and I win. Well, you know, honestly, you, you brought it up, but I, I wonder if that's the strategy with Hook Tusk, too, which, you know, we, we wanted to talk about. But both Hook Tusk and Eudora on the, um, like the HS Replay Battlegrounds hero list, they are the two heroes that are in Tier 1 right now. And they both have very similar average placements and very similar pick rates. And their graphs look very similar as well. They're both... It's like they have the highest first places and then second place is the second. And it's just... It's a slow curve down. But they're very... They're both very good. Blizzard will learn one day. Stop making things cost zero mana. Or zero anything. Zero currency is the problem. Flat yeah, out. I mean, and I mean, even Yodora's hero power, though, at the one, like we, we were talking about, just the insane value you get off of that. 
mm-hmm. and they're in combination with other ways in the game to manipulate that gold. Like we mentioned, tokens, uh, Swabi, you know, the... Why do I keep forgetting her name? The one that sells back for three. Gambler. <laughs> Gambler, thank you. And then, and Hogger, like you mentioned too. I mean, there's so many ways right now to manipulate your gold and the cost of things that, yeah, these are just so strong. Yeah. I mean, literally, turn one, Tide call or Tide Hunter or Alley Cat, buy one, sell the other one, and, or don't sell it, use your hero power. Hopefully, you get a swabby. And then you've dropped your hero power. You've dropped the cost down one, which means on turn three you can buy a minion and tavern up. And then if the worst case is you get another minion, so you have two pretty decent minions on board. And it's like, I feel like if if it's going to cost zero, there needs to be a trade off. Like when you look at um, what's her name? Oh, I used to play her all the time. <laughs> Uh, Lich Bazaar. Mm. Like, zero. It costs zero, but you're taking damage. Um, mm-hmm. There's... What other heroes are there where your hero power costs zero? Nas Dormu, one who's been... I mean, his is a passive, but uh, effectively it's you get a free roll. It It's scary. It's expensive. Like, it's, it's a thing where, like, you literally level up faster than everyone else because you get a free re-roll into that next tavern tier. To where, like, at least one turn before everybody, you can get away with it. There's, they're going, they're going to have to make that hero power cost something. Because there isn't really anything else you can do other than make it so that um, you can't recycle Tavern Tier 1 minions. Yeah, and I, I was going to say that for, for anybody listening that might not know, so Captain Tusk, uh, zero cost hero power, remove a friendly minion, discover one from a tavern tier lower, and yes, they're, yeah, like, like Jay just mentioned, tavern tier one will get you a choice, a discover choice from tavern tier one, because there is no tavern tier lower than tavern tier one. So, yeah, yeah it's like, it's so... It's like you immediately can just start getting more value from it. It's crazy. What if they just brought in, um, like, what, what was that that stupid parrot in um, in Standard? Or even do something like they do when you run out of um, demons or something in Standard. Like, if you play, um, I forgot the name of the card now, but it's like, like Discovered. Sense Demons? Yeah, or it's like draw a demon. If you don't have a demon, then it goes, oh, sorry, you don't have any more demons. Here's the thing. Or like uh, with Druid, if you're at 10 mana and you play gain one mana, it's like, you can't do that, but draw a card. Like, what if they just did that? Where it's like, if you try to kill off a tier one minion, it just gives you like a one one that just costs zero. So I, I understand the thinking there, but I'm not sure if that works for Battlegrounds. Because the thing is, is that you can still just sell it back to bob for one right yeah but that would be the same thing as just selling the tier one minion so i mean best case you're selling a tabby cat for a one one with no effects and no class or no anything else worst case you're selling i don't know like what there's really nothing i guess they they could do that like just uh (laughs) 
instead of discovering a tavern tier one, it would just give you a tavern patron and it'd just be like a one, one barkeep or something. Yeah. I mean, just something like that. Cause I mean, I think that, cause the thing is like when you're at tavern tier one and you recycle a deck swabby and get another deck swabby, you can hit tavern tier three really quick. Um, yeah. And then you literally just keep the swabby and you just keep selling a tavern tier two or a tavern tier one minion for the chances that you get a swabby because then it's, I got, I paid nothing and I kept reducing the cost of my tavern tier. The only thing yeah. I gave up was a board space. I mean, in that case, it's Bartendotron, except for Bartendotron has all the spaces and you can only do it once. Tavern tier three, you do the same thing. You just try to get free dealing gamblers. And then you do the exact same thing with the free dealing gambler trying to get a, a swabby. So it's like you're just finding ways to cheat out the leveling up faster. And then you get to a point where you're so strong where you're just selling off tavern tier five minions to get like a tavern tier four minion that you might need to complete a golden. Or the same thing with like a tavern tier six minion. Like you literally just get the tavern tier six minion because it's a tavern tier six minion because then it gives you a chance to to discover the tavern tier five minion that you actually need. Yep. And actually that that reminds me of something that I even read on Reddit where somebody was pointing out that the thing with Hook Tusk and her hero powers, like it never falls off. You can use yeah. it powerfully in the early game you can use it mid game you can use it late game like there's no fall off and and we've talked about this in other episodes in the past where or or even minions you know where at a certain point that minion or that hero power just falls off it can't keep up it's not good enough and that's what makes it a little bit more balanced and keep things you know keep you replacing it but yeah hook tusk is like it never falls off I think I figured out how to. Uh, this one's a, a. It's a thousand IQ brainy way to fix Hook Tusk. Make it so that it costs whatever the tavern tier of the minion is, but you get a minion of the same tavern tier. Whoa. Hmm. Because then if you that think about it, interesting. if you have a tavern tier five minion and you're like, ah, that's not the one I need, you can still sell it and get another tavern tier five minion it's going to cost you five gold whoa that prevents people from getting like tavern tier five minions you then you'd pay the three gold just to sell it to discover a tavern tier five like that doesn't make sense you would want to use it it would almost in a sense make the character fall off yeah because you would you would either spend your turn selling off the stuff that you don't need like you would just burn it to try to get something better or to maybe get another copy of it if it's like a battle cry minion and you have like brand bronze beard for instance you sell it just hope you get another one but i i think that to me i think that having that sliding scale of cost or even if they just do it like it it, it how it works currently where you discover one from one lower but you're paying I think they have to fix the cost. And I think if you make it cost whatever the tavern tier of the minion that you're getting back, I think that's how you fix it. Or you just make it cost three. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've got to do something, I think. I think both of these heroes do need changed. Um, I was... And- I mean, yeah, it's it's amazing how just seeing how... what in the right hands a hero can do. Uh, you know, we were joking about it because P- 
pyramid on here like did really good not not the best but six three five four and one i mean that's middle of the road i we joke because pyramid is probably one of my favorite heroes i've actually kind of stopped wanting to play him because now you see it with like a lot of murloc builds that are just annoying and i'm like eh, hard pass <laughs> so so we talked about both of these heroes kind of being push the button win the game you know what's not push the button and win the game Arana Starseeker. Like, I I still don't think she's bad. I don't think she's terrible. The stats would say she's terrible, but like I get I get it. I get the plan, but it's not working. She's losing a lot. Especially in higher higher like MMR ranges. Like what's how is she different from these two heroes. Uh, so the thing is, is that you're not really getting value from this. The other ones you're getting extra value in the minions and you're getting extra minions. This one, like, like with Eudora, especially it gives you a minion straight to your hand. This one is just putting what an extra option or two out on the board. Mm-hmm. But you still have to refresh, so you still have to, you know, refresh after you even complete this, You're, and pay for the minions, and it, it's not really doing much to try to help you. Yeah. I, I think about the idea of people playing Zephyrus in Warlock, or like Handlock, when you have, like, literally the goal is to just burn through your cards as fast as possible. It's like, in a way, this card is useless until it isn't. Like, I feel like her hero power is like the exact opposite of that, where it's like, it's super useful for like three turns, and then it's absolutely useless. Because once you hit Tavern Tier 5, your board is basically full. You're like, the tavern is basically full anyway. So like, you might be getting one extra card, which isn't really doing Mm -hmm. anything. And... Unless you literally just lose the first three turns because all you did was, you know, refresh, 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 you're now starting so far behind that it's going to be really hard to catch back up, even when you have all those options because you don't have the mana to spend it. And you don't ever really have the mana to buy a bunch of minions until like you have until like turn six or seven. And that's the problem that I have. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't like the fact that you're also, like, in a way, you're paying for the refresh with this hero power, and then you're paying to just see more options later. It's like, it's not really great. Maybe if it were something crazy, like, after you refresh a certain amount of times, like, you get a free discover at the start of each round or something, that would be... I don't know, that might even be still too good. But that would be a little better, I feel like. Um, but I, I don't know. I, th- I think this hero would have been great had something like spells been added to the game. Not weapons. With weapons, it does nothing. Unless, unless she discovers like an artifact, like weapon type thing. But yeah. I think if you had something like spells in the game, then you could say like, 
half of your like those extra cards are spells. So then you say like, oh, you always have seven cards, extra cards or spells or something like that. Because then you could use those as like, okay, I pay one or two gold for these and I do a buff to my board. And I always have the option to buff my board. I always have a reason that I might want to use those options that I'm being given. And I think that that, even if you did that, that would kind of give you like that weird AFK like idea where you're starting off so strong because then you can get a minion or two and then absolutely like buff the crap out of it and it'll give you enough to catch up and then you can just kind of keep rolling keep steamrolling until you you win the game where we're at now is like i said you're you're doing this you're doing all this work to get a payoff that by the time you get it it's useless and if you get it too early then you're so far behind that you can't keep up if you get it too late it does absolutely nothing i don't think there's anything that they can do about it because of how her hero power is it's kind of because i mean it's it's a passive i i don't i think they're gonna i think they're just gonna remove her i think she'll she'll be a last place for a month and then after that they're gonna take her out and rework her i guess unless they buff the extra minions or something i don't know yeah yeah well this week Although in streaming and esports has been very challenging, um, overall in Hearthstone Battlegrounds, I think that things are pretty good uh, in terms of the game. Yes, we have some broken heroes. It's nothing that we aren't familiar with already. Uh huh. Like I said, if if you lived dur- or if you played the game during the Nightmare Amalgam days and during the Tyrion Fordring days, then this is nothing. Uh, beasts are great. I'm I'm sorry for telling everyone that they were bad. Beasts are great. Uh, I'm happy about that. Death rattles are still broken. Um, I sent an amazing picture to Don of uh, this really bad idea but it was kind of a why not thing and lo and behold I was playing Arana Starseeker when I did it I had three golden kaboom bots and uh, two macaws yeah we lost we got I think we didn't get last (laughs) we didn't get top four either Uh, so yeah the game in my opinion is fun but a lot of the problems are still there we're not going to get into that. Well, actually, yeah, we can get into that, but that's going to be for our bonus show. So if you are a patron, uh, check your patron feed because we will be talking about like what is still broken and what still needs some love um, in the game a little bit more outside of these three heroes. And if you want to be a patron like our newest one, a big shout out to the one, Dr. Fish. Uh, Dr. Fish is one of these people that like, I've known for a long time just through like streams, but the fact that he decided to come and support the show, uh, thank you. You are so awesome. He is, did he support us at the highest level? I'm trying to remember. He supported us. (laughs) 
Oh no, he supported us at the mid tier. <laughs> So, yeah, Dr. Fish supported us at the four-star tier, which gets him some really cool stuff, like a shout-out on this show. And he also gets access to uh, a little private Discord room, and he gets to be a part of our monthly play-alongs, where we play along with our patrons. And if you want to be a part of that, then buy all means you can do it again patreon.bobstavern.pub is the place to go uh before we wrap this up don how can people get in touch with you i can find me on twitter at donnie dk that's d-a-w-n-i-e-d-k or uh streaming on twitch twitch.tv slash dragon rider dk and if you want to get in touch with me, you can do so on Twitter at KJAY Miller. And you can catch me streaming at twitch.tv slash KJAY Miller. And of course, if you have anything for the show, you can email us at info or sorry, <laughs> at podcast at bobstavern.pub. And of course, for our archive and for more information, you can go to bobstavern.pub. All right. Well, this has been a great conversation. Congrats again to Slissa for just destroying it. Uh, and yeah, if you have any ideas of how we can improve Hook Tusk, or not not improve it, nerf it, nerf it to the ground, burn it with fire. Um, you can find a way to make some of these heroes that we've talked about better. Let us know. You can do so online or in our Discord group, which is also online. Uh, but for right now, if you've got a drink, I'm going to need you to pour it out. The tavern's closed, everybody. Get out. Welcome back, Casino. Now, nobody this time. Please leave your weapons outside, Hawkeye. You know the rules. Welcome, Kraziki. Your dot corner is ready for booting. Eudora, we have to have a little chat about your tab. Didn't know you were in town, Chew. Still cracking heads? You are a diamond in the rough, Always a pleasure.